Hello and welcome to a special Bumper HRD Summit UK edition of the HRD Live podcast. Katrina Collier, the searchologist and author of The Robot Proof Recruiter, Dina Alvarez, head of HR, culture and talent in Everest, Joe Davis, HR director, and Tara Benton, director of talent and development at Mighty, sat down to discuss the future of recruitment and the candidate experience. How much can you really automate and how do you keep people at the heart of the experience? Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the HRD Live podcast. I'm Katrina Collier. I'm the author of The Robot Proof Recruiter and of course founder of The Searchologist where I teach a lot about candidate engagement. I'm super excited to be speaking to three of the speakers from the HRD Summit which is happening in February and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about what they do. Hi, I'm Tara Benton. Uh, I work for Mighty. I'm the Director of Talent um, and development, so that role encompasses um, resourcing, uh, learning development, and I've been in the company about uh, 14 months. Ah, not long at all. No, and uh, prior to that was at Vodafone. Ah, very cool. I'm Jo Davis, I'm Group HR Director of Mighty. I've been at Mighty for a couple of years now, a big transformation, large group, eight different businesses at the time, um, and um, 52,500 people, so big oh. people challenge to try and fix hence resourcing one of them. Wow, huge challenge. <laughs> I am Dina Alvarez. I am the head of Culture and Talent in Everest UK. I came here uh, two years ago to uh, take the human resources area to the next steps. To We have the basics in, in human resources, but we need uh, a push to go to the next level. Yeah, awesome. So today we're going to be talking about a little bit of technology and recruitment and pre-boarding, onboarding and that kind of thing and who does it better. Obviously, as the author of The Robot Proof Recruiter, I'm slightly biased mm. towards the humans, but I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts, whoever wants to jump in and ask, answer. Can recruitment really be automated? Do we really believe that someone's going to trust their career to robots and artificial intelligence? Go. <laughs> um, so, so from my perspective... Um, I think it's blended yeah. and I think it has to be blended and what do I mean by that I think there's already where we are now there's you know there's uh, huge amounts of automation and I think most organizations um, realize over the next decade that they have to move their HR uh, processes um, to automated processes so I think it's more about identifying where you can automate mm -hmm. where you can use technology as the enabler uh, and then where's the intervention for you know for the human where's the intervention for so you can personalize through technology but how do you build that um, that loyalty and, and that engagement and, and that you know entice people through that uh, recruitment journey so they see your organization as one that they they want to work for and, and I think that blended approach between technology and um, and human intervention is is um, is what we need to look at so where mighty have you found that you've been able to easily implement some technology that's like really helped that keeping people in the journey um well we, we've done a huge as Joe mentioned we've been on a, mm. a huge transformation and we had we didn't have a system uh, a recruitment system. Um, wow. No, so 20,000 hires a year. 20,000 hires a year. <laughs> no system. Wow. And no ATS at all, so no, no technology platform at all. Um, all agency-led, yeah. or managers that were incredibly 
you know, good at recruiting. So I was delighted that I had a population of a huge army of, of, <laughs> of, of, uh, of people, really. Um, yeah. So we were on a journey to look at, OK, so let's centralise this. You know, how do we get better? Because we were spending quite, obviously quite a lot of money in a very inefficient way and we didn't have a great candidate experience. Or we had, that's not true, we, we probably had mixed experiences. Yeah. And actually, how do we know if we had a good experience we couldn't sort of track or measure it so we went on a journey to identify um, a new platform um, Mm. and one of the considerations was simplicity uh, innovation high-end engagement and they're the sort of key principles that Mm. that we followed so we found a a system um, called smart recruiters Mm -hmm. um, and um, we built a huge proportion of the journey is is an automated self-service led approach so for high volume recruitment, majority is the whole end to end is automated. Um, only if it's uh, even down to interview scheduling, um, the only bit that isn't is meeting with the candidate. Mm-hmm. But the rest end to end, even even uh, generating contracts, the whole piece end to end is automated. Um, and then we're looking at you know next generation. We're looking at introducing a chatbot to build a little bit of more engagement, so it's not doesn't feel transactional. Mm. So that's and then more in the what we call the specialist roles um, is slightly more high touch. Mm. So that's where we haven't gone for the sort of end to end automated. You know you don't want to feel like you know a computer. You know a, machi- a machine <laughs> yeah. sends you an email that you think everyone else has got. Yeah. Um, so we have got more. Uh, strategic recruiters that build communities, yeah. build engagement, build talent pools, interact with people. Um, and, and the next evolution is the materials and the branding that entices mm. and engages them. But we, we're, we're, you know, we're still on our journey, aren't we, Joe? Because we, you know, we've we lo- only launched in May. Yeah. So it's very fresh. It's, yeah. it's very new. You know. I think you're doing more than many, aren't you? And you're providing that certainty and that clarity that people want. Well, I think that I think the difference for us was we had nothing. Yeah. So actually, what we've been able to do is kind of leapfrog into where we should be today. Most organisations have got something, and therefore, to try and convince the business they need something else, or they're trying to kind of fiddle around with their legacy system and make it better or make it more, you know, in today's with some using some of today's technology. So we were in a slightly unenviable or enviable position, depending on your the, your your lens meant that we could actually go out and get some great technology and put it in that would enable us to kind of you know move forward and your question around can you know can we truly automate um the candidate that candidate experience i think i think candidates expect it now I, you know i think every element of our lives we deal through technology um you know whether it be shopping or you know me even calling my kids for dinner and <laughs> deciding to give them a quick ring find out where they are rather than shouting yeah. you know um i think we we expect you know, to use technology and therefore mm. candidates expect that too, yet our candidates, I and mean, we're finding this very much at Mighty with 52,500 employees, we have five generations in our workforce yeah. and therefore not all of them are as tech savvy as others or want to have that kind of, you know, technology um, experience as, as others. Instead, they want more of a human um, at the end uh, or don't necessarily have the technology devices to enable them to interact with us. So we need to have a blended approach, as Tara said. It's interesting. It's interesting. It? Yeah. It's also, I, what I also find fascinating is that I, I know people in their 20s who avoid tech technology yeah. so it doesn't necessarily mm. even though we've got this huge and I certainly find if I look at my older siblings they struggle more with the technology mm. than say I do and being in my 40s they're in their late 50s um, but again it still can be 
all like all different people. So I think what I'm loving is you're providing for everybody as to what they need. It's choice, so, isn't it? It's yeah, engagement yeah, choice. So can they, you know, is there? Can they pick up the telephone? Yes, they can. Is the answer. So we do, to. you know. But but, but, but the five <laughs> yeah. generations in the workforce, yes, yeah. you know, there there will be a you know population that will. Yeah. And the same person wants a, sometimes a different thing as well. I mean, it's a bit mm. like when you go into a supermarket. Some days you want to go and talk to the cashier and put your yeah. shopping through because you've got more right. time or you've yeah. got, you know, you want a bit of engagement. And other days you just want to stick it through the self checkout yeah, and get out as quickly as you can. Yeah. So you know, or you want to do it online. It just everybody is Depends. different on different days as well. I think we're, because. You, with the high volume, I completely agree. I think it was with the highly sought after. Certainly when I was writing the book, that's what I was aiming at. And you're nodding along here. Like, I, I, yeah, we're talking about the highly sought after. I do think they need the high touch point and to be coaxed and wooed mm -hmm. and a lot more, like, trust, if that makes sense. Do you agree? Yeah. From In our case, uh, we have implemented a... Uh, um, uh, obligation for for our uh, recruitment team mm. but the thing is in our case um our candidate experience was not so good so we have the kpas and this kind of thing so we had a tool but uh we change our hr mindset from an application that give us information or mm. that uh an, an, an application for us to uh, decide uh, or to use technology for them, for our candidates, mm -hmm. to improve mm -hmm. their candidate experience. Mm -hmm. So in our case, uh, we have include different uh, tools like um, virtual reality or chat box mm -hmm. or um, uh, we send QR codes. This QR codes, uh, um, you know, <laughs> go, uh, goes to, to, to our uh, candidate site. Yeah. So, uh, we are including a lot of technology in there, but it's mm. always technology to serve the candidate, not to serve human resources. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, a kind of a different approach. Mm. So for me, technology, and, and we are a technological company, so we yeah. can do a lot of things around that. Mm. But for me, technology um, needs the human touch. Mm. So we are humans, we had emotions, and um, even though um, I'm, I'm building over your, uh, your uh, um, last comment, like we are now um, working in a, a face recognition. So mm -hmm. you can go to the supermarket, do your mm -hmm. uh, shops, yeah. and then you don't have to pay on anything because you are connected by your face that recognition. Me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. Does the, it work the, on no sounds, makeup days? It's quite dangerous if it's clean <laughs> shopping for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I know. But at the end of the day, even, <laughs> even though technology can do these yeah. amazing things, mm. candidates want to talk with someone yeah. and want to have a conversation. Mm. And if you uh, want a good candidate, a candidate that really fit into yeah. your culture, into your yeah. values, that is the most important, uh, you need to have a conversation with mm. a recruiter. And I think that's where recruiters need to really remember that how terrifying it is if it all goes wrong. So I change jobs, I come and work for Dina, it all goes to pot and then suddenly I, I can't pay my bills and I could end up without a house. And it can happen in a really short period mm -hmm. of time and I think that's where we have to remember that human side. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question that's completely not in our notes which is a bit cheeky of me. Um, but it came up yesterday when I was having a conversation with someone else about what do you do if your CIO or CTO, whichever they're called this week, is pushing you to have a technology 
Have you got any just like quick tips, which I'm off oh, topic and hadn't warned you? <laughs> but you guys were lucky. <laughs> well, you were quite lucky because you didn't were have we? a system in place. But... Were we lucky? So, oh, so do okay. you, do is you, there a way is, to bribe do you, muffins? You, yeah, or? so do you mean that your IT department selects, <laughs> wants to select the platforms? Yes. So we had that. It's happening a lot. I had that challenge. We had that challenge. So, um, and I think I think the the message for me is be bold, be brave, um, and push through. And you know, if you believe in it, I'm very passionate about you know yep. resourcing. Um, and you know, our, our biggest asset, as cliche as it sounds, will be our people. Okay, yep. um, and we're a services organisation, and we provide a service, and we provide a service through our Absolutely. people. So the you know the most important consideration is looking after our people, our own yep. employees, and, and and hiring our twenty thousand people a year. Mm. So if anybody's qualified to uh, select a platform, it was probably me. And so Joe and, and myself went in um, quite hard, didn't we? Um, uh, you know, with a, you know, very respectful in terms of um, going to the board, yeah. um, lots of presentations um, and, and really selling. It was a selling the concept. Mm. And, 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 you know, we, we came from some folks saying, why do we need a system? Yeah. To, I hear that a lot. To an IT, you know, to I, an IT function that that perhaps had a uh, a platform in mind mm -hmm. that perhaps so it was um, uh, adequate, perhaps, mm. um, and would some would say would be a good first generation, you know, system for a company like ours that had no platform at all. However, we didn't want a basic system we didn't want uh, average I don't like average we yeah. wanted you know we wanted an exceptional, you know, exceptional system. system we wanted you know next generation we wanted a future proof our business we wanted you know why not leapfrog a generation and say you know well, what does the future look like why let's 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 you know, sort of miss the points and you know the steps in between and go straight to um, you know where it's all at today and, and you know and the best sort of world-class resourcing function that we could possibly it's deliver. It's economy as well to go for that cheaper version that doesn't work and then all well, it, it does wasn't is actually cost either. So yes. I think the point when you're really? trying to be, I mean, we. Wow, I'm not just assumed. No, I mean, me. no trade <laughs> secrets here. But I mean, we, yeah. you know, we try and run our business on SAP. So right. you know, when 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 you've already decided that's your you know mm. your your technical infrastructure, but actually the system that we wanted could do something a little bit different, yeah. um, and it wasn't necessarily cheaper. Um, it was, but it, but it gave different functionality and functionality yeah. that we felt would be better for the sorts of candidates that we were seeking in the market and therefore that's why we went with the one we did and the only way that we managed to get it through was really just to show them the differences so this is what it can do versus what this system can do and this is why it's important and i think then once they've played around with it on their own phones they're like oh, okay actually that's quite simple that yeah, and, and you know it. we did start from a, a place of you know as joe said sort of mm. why aren't we using this product yeah. to oh i don't like this system to oh wow mm. yeah this wow that's that's really great, and yeah. and 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 there, you know, and, and the the key part of it, as Joe said, was personalization and and mm -hmm. you're tailoring your journeys yep. by your top role type you know mm -hmm. so in a lot of platforms you know the one global process you know should be obsolete right who wants that you know you know because that doesn't work for everybody no, and to be not. able to tailor and and have that agility in a platform yeah. and, and and that you can have different journeys and paths for different experiences exactly. which some were faster some were more you know as you mentioned some were more interactive some were yeah. more you know high touch um and it, and it gave us that and i think that was the bit that sort of really woke yeah. up the the community why does that matter i mean really so you know we, we want to talk about the candidate journey and why it matters i mean to me it's really obvious when i started in the world of work 26 years ago the proper job as opposed to the pre before that 
my boss was dreadful. The second in charge used to be sick at lunchtime from the stress. You had no transparency because you couldn't see how many jobs were out there, so you stayed. But, you know, here we are, we're in 2019, world's changed, but why? Why does it matter, in, like in your opinion, Dina? Okay, so for me, uh, uh, candidate experience matter because people matter. So at the end, is, uh, I think that it was uh, Mackenzie, uh, like 20 years ago, who talked about the, the talent war. So imagine we are the last 20 years yeah. uh, fighting for the best talent ever. And not the best talent ever, it's the best talent who fit in our company. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, candidate experience is make them live. Mm -hmm. The same that they are going to like when they come to to the company when they mm -hmm. join us. So mm -hmm. it's to be honest for sure, but but um, provide them a differential experience, something that make make them uh, help to 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 make the decision mm -hmm. to yeah. choice us. Yeah. Because at the end they have a lot of of options. Absolutely. So here. <laughs> yeah, it's internet. Our Damn internet. <laughs> recruiters are, are calling our people yeah. all the time. As I can say them. Yeah, it's like the, the technological talent is very uh, it's minimum here in the mm -hmm. in the UK. So we have to take care of them when they are with us. Yep. But we have to take care of them from the very beginning, even mm -hmm. before they, they the first conversation with uh, with them. Yeah. I was amazed writing the book. I thought, oh, well, just do it for my fine Dina, get in touch with Dina and I hook her in and that's it. And then I realised, well, actually, no, how I present myself online, how the company presents itself online. Mm -hmm. I mean, Google for Jobs, huge change of that damn blue box at the top showing all your reviews, like right there in mm -hmm. people's faces. And then not only that, it was like through the entire candidate experience and then the pre-boarding, then the onboarding and then the employee experience and out the other side and you're going, wow, that can all now impact yeah. on whether somebody particularly technical talent or highly sought after, you know, nurses and plasterers, anyone that's in demand, mm. whether they'll come and join you. It's yeah. just... Mm. Even the offboarding, because when you decide to leave the <laughs> company, yeah. you could be my client and even my candidate again. So yeah. I have to be sure that you have the best experience exactly. when you decide to leave the company. You are not mm. a traitor. You mm. are going to build your career in mm. another company. You're it's not okay. going to write some nasty review. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's, the, you know, that, there's the point that most consumers, we're in a world where people write reviews. Yeah. You go to a restaurant, you go to a hotel, wherever you go, and it's the same yeah. with recruitment now. Right. If you have a good experience, you tend to write about it. If you have a bad mm. experience, you tend to write about it. So we're mm. in a world where you can't hide anymore. Visibility yeah. is there. So yeah. that's why the experience matters. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, there's a lot of research to suggest that if you have a bad experience, you're less likely to buy that that consumer product or service. Yeah, 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 exactly. absolutely. And that's proven. So yeah. then, you know, then it's brand damaging, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So so there's you know, a multitude of reasons why the experience actually it, matters. It, I mean, even from that point of view, I, I can't stand my business manager at my business bank. I'm not going to actually name them for a change. And I would not work for them. It wouldn't matter what they did because go. I don't like one single human being and the way she treats me. Yeah. And that's crazy, right? But that's yeah. how I feel about because she's representing that entire yeah. bank for me as a customer. Yeah. So the it's other interesting, thing, I mean, isn't it? The other thing that we shouldn't forget as well is in an organisation of, you know, our size, mm. we people don't just join us for a job, they join us for a career. Obviously, yeah. we all want people to join us for a, for a longer period of time. Mm. But without a recruitment system, we also had no way within which to highlight other opportunities and the next step of the career path yeah. for people. So people just relying on 
who they knew, whether they were leaving, whether they knew there was a vacancy over there. And people kind of stayed very much within their own vertical job families because they couldn't necessarily see across the organisation. So actually putting in some proper technology enabled us for the first time to open up these career you know, paths that they hadn't necessarily thought about before. Has that been adopted by older people as well? So I'm Square and Gen X and people forever go, only the millennials want to be developed and I'm forever eye-rolling going, I disagree. Has that also helped with them to transfer around in their careers? Have they been able to see other opportunity or you, you can't delve into the stats yet? Yeah, um, I think it depends what you mean by older people. Sorry, I mean like people like me. <laughs> I mean people like me, Generation X, right? Who, who tend to have not had this yeah. opportunity compared to the millennials who've grown up with a lot more technology around, so a lot more capability of seeing the visibility. I'm just thinking yeah, by you giving them a system to see. I'm not being ageist, no, I'm more no, no, meaning by not. giving them a beautiful, open, transparent, mm. here are our roles. Yeah. Have they also embraced it? Yeah, I think it's quite early days for us to, right. to be able to to see that so just that yet. I mean, we, we kind of, of rolled this out in May. Yeah. And so, I mean, absolutely, it gives everybody who yeah. has been, who has, you know, the ability to get into uh, into system. the system mm. to be able to view That's any of the vacancies. Oh, so, that. and then they can register for a vacancy and the vacancy can find them. So they talk about the things they're interested in and then just oh, wait to be pinged and said, oh, actually, we've got this vacancy over here. So that it, it will open that up, but obviously it takes time for that, yeah, yeah. you know, for us to yeah. create that kind of culture change that people get used to looking for yeah. those sorts of things. In our case, we have the same, an internal job searching. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's not about ages or mm. generations. Mm. It's about uh, sometimes some people mm, think that the talent uh, belongs then. It's like these people from my team has to be in my team because if yes. not, it's more like something yes. like that. Yeah. It's not the technology in itself. So mm. at the end, all uh, change, all uh, um, technologies, mm. uh, um, uh, news uh, have to be accompanied with a cultural change, yeah. with a with a, with, with the change management. Yeah. So, so letting the managers know it's okay. Like if Katrina decides to move to a new team, it's not personal. She just wants to. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like so they want to, to build their career. Culturally? Yeah. So I did, with some of them, yeah. you have to make them realize that the talent is. Yeah. Is, it's the organization talent, not this, mm. the, this manager talent. And the reduction in turnover because of that, because people can then see they don't have to move organisations in order to go up or across or just take on a different challenge because they've been doing their one for so long. But in addition, I mean, we have, you know, we, we've got 20,000 cleaners, for example, in, yeah. in our organisation. Um, and to, to enable them to have the shifts that they want. Previously, they would rely on word of mouth to find out that there was another contract over there that needed a cleaner who could with different working hours. Yeah. And therefore, where now they have a system that they can log in and go, oh, actually, I do this cleaning shift in the morning over here, but yeah. now I can see there's an afternoon job over here, which means I don't have to go and work for somebody else at all to get a full-time day. Now I can actually just increase my hours by applying for this particular shift as well. So it enables us on, on, on a number of levels, both internally, to help re really try and reduce our attrition. And the yeah. workforce, you know, that if we talk about that cleaning population, you've got people in their 70s yeah. to mm. people in their 20s. Yeah. And the key, you know, your previous question around 
um, how do you get them to use, you know, an adopt mm. system and is it yeah. adopted? The reason why it is, it's simplicity. The yeah. key to anything is simplicity. We have an app, we have mm. a web-based version, but you know, when you normally download an app, you don't have a manual because you don't need a manual, <laughs> yeah. okay? It, it, you know, it's intuitive. You can, yeah. it's quite easy to navigate. Mm. So the, the, the key for us was, you know, and, and even if you go to a doctor's surgery now, you know, there's a, there's a check-in on a, on a screen, yeah. right? You don't, again, so, so if you have to create that consumer, that Amazon-led mm. type of simplicity, and yep. ease of experience, then people think, oh, this is so easy. I, I, yeah. And they'll go back. And that's how we managed to, to get different generations using it. And, and, and some of it was um, a little bit of, you know, we'd have to talk people through it, um, certain generations. But once they got it, they went, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is really easy. They seem almost yeah. surprised. Um, so, yeah. so we have won certain, certain folks over. I, I think there's the, there'll always be for a certain people in certain generations that memory of you know when you lost that entire document and never got it back when we were first got on computers <laughs> so there'll that. always be that natural fear of oh what if I get it wrong That's but true. I think now you know there is just so much around doesn't mm. there that it does help and it does ease mm. and I mean all the apps that we use all the time like your Facebooks and stuff change and mm. we get used to it don't we so. well, just flexibility and choices isn't it? Yeah. I mean I think yes. that when you're dealing with people every every person's an individual and therefore mm. they're going to want to interact in different ways and so yeah. just to be able to provide flexibility and choices to everybody mm. um, which means that you might have to offer a number of different options yeah. for people to interact then you know then we have to we have to do that yeah. and we went around the country um well, me and my team went around the country, you know, meeting managers, mm -hmm. you know, the cleaning managers, for example, yeah. showcasing this technology. And a bit like you've just described, yeah. their faces were like, oh, my what goodness, <laughs> I've got to use this platform. And initially, the demo were like, it does this and it's predictive analytics. And all of a sudden, we're like, and you can get a report and it's in real time. And, and so we had to sort of... Yeah. Be careful of our little bit of our language but mm. actually then we had a, a session where there was an interactive session where they sat there and they logged in and we took them through it and then mm. all of a sudden you know their frowns turned upside down <laughs> and they were like this is really easy yeah. and it recommends my sourcing channel yes and it tells me this yes and it automatically stack ranks my candidates yes and it takes a whole lot of time out yeah. of the yeah. process so, <laughs> we, so we've reduced um, their hours on um, recruitment by 17 hours a week so that's wow. quite a lot and a they were week. like oh my goodness the manual tasks yeah. that we don't have to do anymore yeah. and, we, and you know I was all ready to sell the benefits and have a you know nice presentation on it and I was like I don't need that slide anymore because mm. what we found is wherever we went up and down the country they, they were telling us they, they again through play through interaction we yeah. let them loose on it before we launched it very important yep. get yep. their engagement you know you could call it training but it you know and and if you like and 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 they, they were i had emails daily when's it coming when am i getting it yeah. why can't i have it hours. now we delayed <laughs> it a little bit didn't we they were yeah. getting quite oh. agitated oh my. It, it was uproar so oh, so, so we sort of turned it disruptive there you go so yes. we sort of turned it from you know the initial oh my goodness another yeah. group initiative that's coming down the yeah. line that i may or may not be happy with to wow when can we have it so yeah but again, you went human-led. We did. Human we first, did. Interaction. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, face to face. And I think again, you know, we were making sure we talked about the employee experience and stuff like that. And I think you're talking about pre-boarding, aren't you? And you're at the event or a little bit. I'm going to talk about the uh, whole employee journey. Yeah. Because are you losing people in the candidate ghosting, which has become a big thing, which only makes me laugh because recruiters have been ghosting humans for like a decade. But are you having that problem where people drop out now, or is the technology helping people stay in? The recruitment in process. Our, in our case, the technology help us yeah. to to yeah. to get people in the process yeah. and in the. For me, the technology is a driver. Mm. 
So yeah. if it's a driver, it's something that helps you yeah. not define your your journey. Yeah. It's just uh, something that helps you to enjoy your journey. Yeah. So mm, from your moments as a, a, a candidate mm -hmm. until the end of your uh, or your time in the mm -hmm. in the company, um, technology has to be this uh, this helpful, um, beautiful thing that mm -hmm. makes your your life easier, um, happier. Yeah. But it's a driver, and in our case, it's help us. Yeah. Because uh, we have people uh, working on clients, so um, if we want to communicate something mm. with them, if they have the application, mm. they receive notifications about the things that are happening. So they don't have to go to the email, see the email, so they have a notification in the in the app. So it's like, yeah. mm. so it's the the thing is, um, and and I think that you 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 have the key. You mm. say that if an application has a manual, you don't need it anymore. Mm. Mm. So it has to be something very easy, something that make your life mm, easier. If not, yeah. uh, if not, you are not going to use it. Mm -hmm. And and it's when uh, no one's understand yeah. the the value of to have technology in your. It's funny you're saying that, and I'm remembering. Do you remember with the Nokia phone and how complicated they got? Oh so we goodness. all ditched them for these iPhones because they're so easy. Mm. And it was just this instant ditch. And, and Nokia went basically went under. Certainly the Symbian side went under just because of the ease, right? Yeah, because you're at Vodafone well, at the well, time. Yeah, I remember the analogue phones, the, you know, yeah. the old uh, Nokia 232 um, <laughs> that then went to a digital version. Yeah. Um, and then and Ericsson was, you know, well, yeah. you know, look at the rise my of dad still, like My dad still got a Nokia Saurus. So, oh, you know, yeah, so we can't interact work. with him on a smartphone. <laughs> but it was, it was the... the it, Apple came along and designed it for the user and made it simple, and then we all just. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I love about Apple. You know, the whole concept of the ease and simplicity for the user experience. Yeah. But the, imagine the complexity that sits behind oh, it, yeah, and it's exactly it should be exactly the same that we embrace, and you know, mm. from a recruitment perspective, that the, you know your experience is you know simplicity and engaging, mm. and but behind it, there's quite a lot of technology that yeah. and, and, and config, serious configuration that yeah. enables that great experience. And let the technical people sort that. Leave us to not you know have the easy to understand oh, part. I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, a decent system. If you've got a tech brain. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I think a decent system needs to pull all elements of the apps yeah. that we all like. So, you yeah. know, there's the ability to star rate, the ability to use video, the ability to ping notifications to people. You know, all those little bits are so important, mm. I think, for where we're trying to introduce technology into HR. It should mm. be exactly the same, where you kind of pulls the best of everything yeah. and into yeah. one HR system. I just think it's that clarity and certainty. Yeah. Like, you know, you pull out your phone and you pull out your map and you, you know you're going to exactly the trip you're doing, mm. but you put it in your sat-nav or your GPS, whatever you want to call it, so you know when you're going to arrive yeah. and where the traffic is and how to go around yeah. it. Like, it's right there. Yeah. I even noticed now on Blackheath Station, it says, your train is currently between Kidbrook and Blackheath, and it will arrive, and you're just, I'm looking at it going, wow. <laughs> I was lucky it used to turn up, let alone yeah, tell me where, where it was. It was. Yeah. And it's, so I think the more that other companies are providing us with that certainty and clarity, the more that recruitment mm -hmm. and HR needs to do that. Yep. So, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, I was going to say, just, just um, you triggered a thought around... Um, you know, trad traditionally, candidate experiences, you often didn't know where you were in the process. No. So it's a bit like on your train journey, you don't know where your train is, um, yeah. or you don't know why it's delayed. And, and I think a lot of um, pain that candidates mm. feel is apply. They still apply for jobs today, yeah. and they never hear back. Mm. Or the, yeah. even, you know... They the, interview and never uh, hear back. They interview, and the, the, the worst piece for me, um, which is most insulting, is when I see uh, adverts, and I'd be glad, you know, 
delighted to say it doesn't happen in, in our world, but you see adverts that, that clearly state that due to the volume of applications, we are unable um, to, yeah. to come back to you yes. should you be unsuccessful. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I'm really, re <laughs> that really makes me want to apply yeah. for this job yeah. because that tells me that you really don't care about me and my yeah. experience. So actually, that, that, that should, you know, we should shame, sure. name and shame folks that have that on. And, and there's no reason with technology, there is no reason, and with automation, there is absolutely no reason why you can't go back and tell people it's, that they've been unsuccessful. It's the emotion. So there, uh, there's an example in my book, and I also I use it when I speak all the time. This girl's tweet that I found, but you can find like Glassdoor interview reviews, which will make your skin crawl, like referrals, but they never heard back after interview. Like, oh, mm. my God. Um, anyway, she's going, oh, pray for me. I really want this job. And it's one of those autoresponders, which is basically saying, if you're not right, we're going to put your CV in the bin. Of course, it doesn't say that, but we know. Mm. <laughs> from our experience, that's basically what it means. Um, and she's like so excited and so emotional. And you're thinking there is technology that you can use as probably add-ons actually to things like Smart Recruiter, which will send an SMS, rich media text. And I'm always saying, please put your name, please put yeah. your phone number, because you're only going to get one in maybe 200 people that's actually going to call you up. And don't you want the person that calls you up who chases you and is so excited to work for you? Like, stop hiding. And I think, it, unfortunately, that's an in-house thing that the in-house recruiters tend to hide, mm. whereas actually agency side, they never do. So I'll give them that one because they do quite well on that. And so, I think, oh, sorry, sorry, I think no, that go. one key in all of these things is the why. What is the purpose yeah. of the mm -hmm. use of technology in our, yeah. in our um, processes? Um, I think that you, you have to know uh, and understand your people mindset for sure. Mm -hmm. And what do you want to achieve with this technology? Yeah. I remember uh, we had a really bad um, uh, experience. Our people had a really bad experience uh, the first day in the onboarding process uh. because uh, they feel alone. They didn't know uh, <laughs> where to find information. Or uh, we are a consultancy firm, and it's very mm -hmm. difficult to arrive home and mm -hmm. explain your I don't know your family, your mm -hmm. friends, yeah. what we are doing in our day by day. <laughs> So we decide to use technology to help them yeah. to connect uh, in, in a social way and then to understand what we do here in, in the company. So we decide to use like, um, we, we create an application uh, based in the, um, like a you know, or a Slack it's like, or no, 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 it's like, a, you know, do you know the dates application in which you answer a couple of questions mm. oh, and the application match you? Oh, cute. Okay. So um, our, all the, the workforce uh, uh, answered these yeah. um, this, uh, uh, this questions and the new joiners answered the same. So the, the application matched them oh, with someone. That. And when they arrive, uh, on when they uh, the first day, they have a buddy yeah. who is going to you know That's to really spend nice. the first day with you, explain mm -hmm. you how it's going. So this is this is something that connects you in a social mm -hmm. way. And the other was the use of virtual reality as well to understand what we do yeah. and to to make to make the technology touchable. Yeah. So these kind of things are developed developed by our people, mm -hmm. so they can go to the to their mm. homes and say oh we do like virtual reality experience whatever but you have to be sure that you have clear your objectives yeah what do you want to achieve exactly if not you it's are not using the bells and whistles mm. that's the point yeah 
I'm always saying human first, technology mm. supporting. Where's it going to free up your time to put the human first? Where's it going to make Absolutely. the hiring manager happy, etc. Right. Yeah. Did anyone so, find love? I need to. I know. Is, is the app still open? Right. <laughs> Can we put in age group? No. Anyway, moving on. So, so um, we're running out of time. Like these always go so fast. Um, very, very quickly. Um, you guys are double, aren't you, Joe and Tara? You're doing a double act, a double yeah. act at the HRD Summit. What will you be talking about? Can you share any secrets? Um, I think it's important. Well, I think we'll try and talk about what HRDs want to hear about, which is usually how does it feel and what were the challenges that we faced. So a really honest account of kind of what our challenge was, what we did about it, some of the hurdles we had to jump over, some of the difficulties we faced. Um, some um you know funny stories along the way perhaps and kind of you know how it's how it's ended up and if we had to do it again what would we do perhaps differently so i think that's what we're going to be talking about is is our journey at mighty um and um and and where we're at today hmm. yeah it, i think um because we've created something from nothing and, and yeah. that and we also came from a place where we didn't have didn't necessarily have buy-in so I think that's a lot of the challenges that people face with technology and your, your point earlier around do you get, do you have IT support, yes or no? And we didn't. Yeah. So but but we still have what we wanted to have you know, what we wanted to achieve, we still achieved it. So there there is a, a true and honest account of, of how we got there and um and when you know, we're still on a journey. You know, we're only six months in. Uh, there's a long you know, long way to go. Um but um uh, so there's perhaps a little bit about where you know what what does next generation look like for us as well. Yeah. I feel like we could revisit this conversation in a year. Yes. <laughs> I'm, <gutted> I'm <laughs> missing your session. Oh, I need someone to stream it for me. Um, so what about yourself, Dana? What are you talking about at the HRD? I'm going to talk about how to create the magic in our companies. That is how to create an employee experience um, uh, and, and all the journey map. Uh, base it in uh, engagement, inspiration, and self-empowerment. And I'm going to, to explain the Everest UK study case and the KPAs that the results of all of the plan. Oh, I love it. I love the self-empowerment side. <laughs> um, and obviously, I will be, of course, talking about candidate engagement, which I always talk about. Um, but I'll be sharing some of the stuff that I found writing the Robot Proof Recruiter. And of course, we're talking about what HR can do in a transparent world. So things like mm -hmm. the reviews that we were talking about, mm -hmm. um, just to make sure that they're presenting themselves well and look appealing and people mm -hmm. want to talk to them. So more from a recruiter point of view than a marketer point of view, though, mm -hmm. but just some really basic stuff that you can just go away and implement. So Great. thank you all very, very much for being on the podcast. Thanks, Thanks for Thank thank I definitely think we need to come back in a year and do this again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to hear the no results. No problem, let's do it. <laughs> See you all at the summit. Yeah, yeah see, see you there. Summit. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HRD Live podcast. You can find out more about attending the HRD Summit UK 2020 at hrdsummit.com. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe at hrdconnect.com or via iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts for a new episode every week. See you next time.